You're listening to the Two Dumb Yinzers. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. What is up, Michael? What is up, my man? How's it going? All right, man. Episode 220. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the two dumb yinzers. Uh, warm and rainy, soggy, kind of a marshland outside, Mike. It's um, it's it's wet. It's wet. Yeah, it's wet. It's foggy. It, it, it's it's just miserable out there. It absolutely is, man. But you know what? I'd, I'd rather have this um, than the freezing and the ice and the snow and the shoveling and the scraping and the falling and the sliding and the wrecking and all that fun stuff. So you know what? I'm going to enjoy. I'm going to enjoy this warm, rainy day while we can because, you know, before we know it, we're all going to be miserable and bundling <laughs> up and, you know, all I'd the fun rather have, winter. I'd rather have all the winter stuff now. I'm that guy. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, I prefer winter. Like this rain, I want in like you know, early spring. I would like to have like two weeks of winter if that was possible. No, nah, no. Nah. See, I want more. I want more winter. Less winter, the better. I, you know what? And the funny thing is, like you know, always being here from uh, Western PA, I you know, you, I, I like the winter and I like the elements and everything because I, I like it in sports. And if yeah, <laughs> if, you yeah. know, I mean, but yeah, you know, that, when you have to see it. Like, yeah, uh, F that nonsense. Right. I like to see the guys sliding around and, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, like uh, doing snow angels next to the quarterback you just snow saw. Angels. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's the fun part of sports. Yes. That's Mike, the fun it, part of this time of the year. It is the fun part, unfortunately. Unfortunately, Mike, there are parts that aren't so great in sports. We're going to talk about that a little bit here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, first of all, I just want to say. Whoa, 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 whoa. What did I do? What did like I do? Like the Blue Man Group. I know that's what I felt like. I forgot to turn my my uh, light, other lights on. Um, oh man, Mike, I uh, I just you know, like I said, I I was I was telling you before the show, you kind of hoped that this year would be a little bit different than last year. Kind of yeah. start off on a little bit better foot. I mean, you know, from the moment that Betty White died last New Year's Eve, all the way through Christmas when, you know, Pope Benedict died the day before New Year's, it, it just didn't stop. It seemed like no, it, it didn't. One, one person after another. And one of the things that I always kind of keep, <clears throat> excuse me, I kind of keep my eye on is the celebrities in a sense, because that's such a small population of us, the people that are yeah. celebrities. So if a, a lot of celebrities and athletes and everybody that falls in that group that everyone knows, start passing away in, in large numbers then you have to start wondering uh, you know if it's this small group that's such a large amount of people are, are going you know you have to think that this is this is pretty much everywhere happy it was a terrible year last year was a terrible it, year it was too well you think that like a lot of those celebrities that died last year and I, I don't mean to make light of this but you had to think like look at their age and look at the age group they were in you know they're at that tail end of like the silent generation the beginning of the baby boom generation so you would expect that population and because you know like a lot of those people that died like we've we've known about them since we were born 
right or, you know we, they've been with us like a huge part of our lives like literally 42 years old i've known betty white that's been part of my consciousness since i was god like in middle school i think they were like like i was in elementary middle school like when i found the the golden girl so like i've known her for over like just over half my life almost my entire life so well, like, they didn't a, have so a lot of these celebrities you grew up with them you you know they were there every part of your life they didn't have to it's pile in all in one year. I mean, you could I, I know, right? Well, you know, hey, they were all, but they're all in that that age to where you know it sucks. Like all your heroes are starting to die. All the people that you watched growing up are starting to die. It sucks. I mean, you know, because it reminds um, you of your own mortality. And Aaron I don't want to harder. I mean, there's a bunch of people that yeah, were like a young in that generation. Too, yeah. Absolutely, it was it was, a, it was a bad year last year, and I was hoping that we wouldn't get a uh, an encore. But geez, oh man, it's not looking too good. No. Um, before we get into the big story, obviously, Mike, I do want to I do want to recognize that we lost um, somebody from that, that was a guest on our show, a good friend mm-hmm. of ours, somebody that we love talking to, and I, and I admire as a person. Um, we just got news this morning that Fred the Ele- Elephant Boy Schreiber from the Whack Pack from the Howard Stern Show did indeed pass away. Uh, rest in peace, Fred. I, you know, we loved you. Um, just super, it, it, just like I said, it just yeah. you wake up, you just don't know who it's going to be the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is like this is the second person that we lost that has been on our show for you know for over the past two months. Yeah, of course, Luca the Real, the rapper from mm-hmm. um Katanning, had passed away. Uh, a few months ago and, and now fred so i mean you know you hate to see it you hate to see it um well, I, it, it sucks man life sucks oh. it's just like ugh. i don't and the show's but, not going to get any better either it's gonna let yeah. you guys know because what we're talking talk about here in a little bit oh my god not as bad but just it's sad mm. I, I'm already going hating. on like, like it's the third today. day. I mean, it yeah, could, it's it, the third day of the year. You yeah. could have waited, you know? You no, know, I was I was in a good mood today, and then it just, everything is just, the world sucks. Mm. But, hey, I, I have no transition. But, hey, it's just pumping myself up. Yeah, I know. I get you. Yeah. Um, of course, everybody, everybody knows what we're talking about. Some people were watching. A lot of people were watching the Monday Night Football game last night. Some people weren't. Mm-hmm. If you aren't aware, um, former, uh, he's an NFL football player from here, McKees Rocks in Western yes. PA, also went to Central Catholic where Dan Marino went to high school, played his football, high uh, college football, I'm sorry, here at Pitt, and mm-hmm. now plays for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, DeMar Hamlin, DeMar Hamlin, of course, suffered an unfortunate an unfortunate um, incident last night on the Monday Night Football game. Um, it was just Mike <laughs> general football play. I mean, seriously, yeah. nothing was out of the blue. Um, T. Higgins from the Cincinnati Bengals had the ball. There was a collision. Um, Hamlin tackled him. Then Hamlin stands up, just like mm-hmm. every you know every yeah. play you watch. Like you watch a million plays in your life, and you watch football, and you see guys go down and stand up all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, Demar stands up for a split second and falls straight back. And um, he was down for quite some time. They uh, stopped the game. They uh, performed CPR. Yeah. They had to perform CPR on the field Mm -hmm. um, for him for about 10 minutes. And then they, I guess they got his heart going. Yes. And then they transported him by ambulance to a nearby hospital where he still remains in critical condition. 
Um, the last I heard, they, they they had his vital signs, but they did have to stick tubes down his throat because yep. he wasn't breathing on his own right. And um, and unfortunately, that's where we're at now. So, I mean, come on, everybody. Yeah. First for this gentleman. He, he's a good, great kid. Oh, yeah. Uh, you don't want to see it happen to anybody, but you certainly don't want to see it, see it happen to your own. And Demar certainly is our own, and uh, like I said, just uh, keep keep your keep them in your thoughts because this this is a, you know it's a bad situation. You don't know how it's going to turn out. Mm-hmm. And you know, whenever I realized how serious it was when you're watching the coverage, and and you know the football players are just I mean they're they're bawling. Yeah, you know, and you've seen your you've seen your fellow soldiers go down before. You've seen your fellow soldiers get hurt, blow knees, mm-hmm. break bones. But uh, at that moment, at that moment, Mike, that's yeah, what you knew. Page. Because yeah. you did, you knew something wasn't right, mm-hmm. and uh, like I said, you hate to see it. I mean, geez, this is somebody's, this is somebody's son. This is somebody, you know, and, and he's a successful person. Not that that makes any difference, but you know, it just hurts because you know that this guy works so hard to get to where he's yeah. at in life, and um, you know, and, and unfortunately, this is the road that yeah. he had to cross. But and like it was I, just like, like you said, not not to interrupt, but like no, it was just good. like a normal normal hit. Yeah. Wasn't like, you know, I'm not trying to make light of this situation or the one I'm about to bring up, like the Ryan Shazier hit. Like you knew yeah. right away something was wrong, like, you know, down tackled wrong. This was like tomorrow's going in to wrap him up. T. Higgins laid the shoulder into him, and it was like you see that hit every week. Absolutely. Every running play, every passing play. You know, guy lowers the shoulder, gets hit in the chest, wrap up, good to go. Maybe when knocked out. It was the, the chain of events, like, you know, in that split second for the hit, it had to be hit in the right spot, right? Everything was just an unfortunate chain of events. Like, people are saying, like, I, the people are saying, like, hopefully T. Higgins doesn't think, like, hey, you know, feel bad. Because, you know, you didn't do it on purpose. You didn't know what was going to happen. You just made a smart football right. play trying to run through the guy. So, hopefully he doesn't have any extra guilt. Um, shout out to, like, the, all the medical teams. Absolutely. That man. ran out there and did that. And I was reading article and um, God, uh, doctor, he was saying like, like for them to immediately start doing what they did was like the most important thing. They recognized it right away because in that situation, seconds and minutes add up. Absolutely. Because and it was like, it was getting like back into the normal rhythm of the heart. That was like a huge critical step. Absolutely. They did right away. Because you got to keep oxygen to the brain. The mm-hmm. longer that that process hasn't started in, in trying to get the heart revived and get that blood pumping back through your body and into your brain, I mean that the longer the time goes on, the better your chance of brain damage and, and, and worse. So of course, I, I just you know you feel terrible. I, you know you, you you feel the mood. I'm watching it this morning on TV, and everybody go through Twitter. Everybody go through Facebook. Everybody's feeling this mood. Everybody uh, indeed wants this this young fellow to yeah. get better and be all right. Um, it's just unfortunate. Like I said, I mean a million plays, a million players in football for uh, years and years and years and years, and you get one freak thing like this, and it really shocks and, and, and shakes up the the, uh, the world of sports because. Yeah. You know, like I said, there's constant play, <laughs> constant contact, constant everything in sports, and, the, and then you, you know the, the one thing like this pops up, and uh, you know it, it's not it's not fun anymore. It's it's Mm-mm. it takes that out of it, and I think the NFL made the right decision. I don't believe there was any way that they could have continued on last night with that game. They, yeah. they did the right thing. Um, and that now that's a con, like a contentious thing right now. The chain of event, events that led to the cancellation of the game or the postponement yeah. of the game. What uh, do you have? Fill me in a little bit. What, what I have 
is so during the broadcast, they said, you know, they were given the, the refs gave both teams the warning of, hey, all right, we're going to give you five minutes to warm up. And then it was like postponed by both coaches saying, no, we're not playing. We're no, we're not. No, no, no one wants to play this game. Players don't want to play. The coaches don't want to play. Like, no, we're not playing. And it, that was the end of the game. Now, you know, Troy Vincent, uh, NFLPA, is saying that was wrong. They were never going to restart the game. But then that's leading to, well, who told people in the broadcast booth that the refs told the coaches that they're going to start? And then who – so they released that information. Then who told – the broadcast proof that no, the coaches said they weren't playing the game. They're going to decide to cancel the game. So what, like, there's a lot of miscommunication. It seems like a lot of like trying to cover their own ass. Everyone's trying to cover their own right. parts here in this situation of not wanting to look insensitive of not, you know, of like trying to start the game until everyone didn't start, didn't want to play the game. And, you know, it's easy to say, Oh, you know, they should have just stopped it right away. You have to look at it too, like the from the league's thing. I like, hey, okay, the player's off the field. He's going to the hospital. He's medical professionals are going to do their thing. You know, we've seen this a bunch of times. You know, you just go back out and play the game. But you know, that's just looking at the business side of it. You know, they got to look at the human side of it too. Like this is wor- one of the worst injuries we've ever seen. I've never seen anything like this. Yeah. So you know. They eventually someone made the right call. It's just when was that right call made? I don't think we'll ever get to the truth of it. Right. But yeah, hey, as long as the right call was eventually made, that's all that matters. Yeah, you know, and, it, and it, it's you know he's because um, no one was in the con- in, in the right frame of mind no. to want to play after that. <laughs> there isn't anybody that was down on that field, or even anybody in that stadium that should have been yeah. uh, encouraging that situation to continue on after yeah. after that injury. Um. But it is very unfortunate everybody will continue to follow this, um, you know, pretty closely. Um, uh, Demar Hamlin's uh, his charity. Yes, you know, he, yes, yes, yes. You know, he just had he just had a modest goal of like raise what like twenty five, thirty five hundred dollars for a local tour drive for the local community and what McKee's Rocks. Yes, Last sir. I saw, it was up over almost three and a half million dollars. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> and I guarantee you, a lot of that. A lot of that has to become like the Bills Mafia. They are huge on that kind of thing. When they, whenever mm-hmm. they find out any, any player has something going on like that, it could be a, you know, they did stuff like that against Andy Dalton the one year I believe it was. They beat them so bad, but they donated a bunch of money to his charity. Guarantee you, they found out about this. They donated. Everyone else in the NFL fan bases, you know, they donated. People who don't even follow the NFL probably found out about it and yeah. donated to it. So it sucks that this is how that charity is going to have to get you know, raising money, but it's also a good thing in a bad situation. What a, what a, what a, it's wonderful... a nice thing to see like people coming together, like, Hey, this poor dude, this is happening to him. How can we honor him? Let's honor him this way. What a wonderful world this would be, Mike. <laughs> if the people would do the great things that they do without the bad things that happen, happen to, to, ha- yeah. to, to have to happen, yeah. you know, make those yeah. people do those things. I mean, we could do many, many wonderful things if, mm-hmm. if like I said, yeah. if we put our minds to it. It's always unfortunate that, that it comes after a situation like yeah. this. Um, man, what 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 a bummer! What a bummer! What you know? Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. I went to bed in a good mood. Yeah. And so hopefully, we'll talk about that. That's I don't want to talk event. about you going to the going to bed, bed in, a in a good, good mood. mood. That sounds like a horrible story. <laughs> actually, sounds like a great story. Oh. I'm just trying to, you know. 
change the mood. Make it. Mike, I heard. Now, is this true? Oh, God. No, this is still. No, no, no. This this is still serious. Go back to your serious voice. Oh, okay. Yes. yes, Um, yes. Is it true that all four of these injuries happened at Cincinnati? Yes. Ryan Shazier. Yes. DeMar Hanlon. Mm -hmm. Hanlon. um, Tua. Mm -hmm. And AB with his his concussion. All four of them happened at Cincinnati's football field. Yes. All four happened there, which is wild to think about. That's very wild. I mean, they're that, all, you if know. That, if that isn't a case for that team to be able to um, have to be uh, folded and disbanded. Yeah. And tear that out, stadium get rid, down. Get rid of the I don't bundles. know what it is. I, yeah, that's, that's yeah. the only thing. If you want to solve the problem. And none of them have been a Bengals player. Are you right? And they, Tua had a concussion that was one of the most disgusting uh, you know, yeah. things I've ever seen. Ryan Shazier lost the use of his, his, his bottom half of his body. The gentleman last night, and then also AB with his concussion. Yeah. That, you know, arguably some say changed the course of his career. The only thing that I could think of, Mike, is eliminate the Bengals. Uh, eliminate the Bengals, and in fairness, oh, one of those was self-inflicted. What do you mean? Shazier led with his helmet. Mm. That one was self-inflicted. But it yeah, still happened at that stadium. Yeah, I just it's it's, it's in know. fairness, in fairness to the Bengals stadium. Don't be fair to their stadium. <laughs> I know, right? That stadium is not being very like, fair I'm, to very no. very fair to players. No, it's not. It, like I'm trying not to laugh, but it, like, how can you not look at the absurdity yeah. of like four of the biggest injuries you can think of in NFL recent NFL history? They all happened at the same stadium. Mike, was oh. it? Was it? Oh. Was it Mar Hamlin earlier this season who had a pretty sing- serious injury? Remember the Bills? There was a Bills player that got hurt, and it was a pretty Ooh. serious early in the season. I think it might have been Hamlin as well. I I don't th- I'm not sure, and it's going to be hard to try to find out. Um, I, I am because remember they, it was a big thing, and he got hurt bad. And they had to stop the I game. I, I'm pretty uh... sure it was him, man. See now, everything is just in the past couple hours for me to find. Yeah, and that, that's what's gonna suck. Like I'm, I can't find anything because it's all just gonna be about, rightly so. This. Yeah. Because I know, like one of their, because they've had a lot of injuries in their secondary. So I'm pretty sure him, it was him, it like, someone else. I'm pretty sure it was him because there was a lot of pit outcry and um, support and uh, yeah. Man, that poor kid. I, I yeah, jeez, uh, it's gonna be on my mind all day. You know. Yeah, and like you know, he was like, <clears throat> not only is he like a, you know, he was a good player, just like a good dude. Everything you've read about him, like even in college and everything, he was just a good dude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> be <laughs> be a thousand percent fair to the stadium. It's still in Cincinnati, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, yeah. in Cincinnati, you know. And they did kill Harambe. Yeah. Which led us down Harambe. this terrible fucking timeline. So Mike has what? been so tied Fuck. up on Harambe. Ever since, Ever since they him. fucking shot Harambe, I have been irate with the city I of Cincinnati. honestly say, I've never been so tired of hearing about a... Uh... Dick's out for Harambe. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Don't fuck with Harambe. You know, since... Yeah. Burn that city and stadium to the ground. Mike, I'm going to change. I'm, I'm, I'm going to change. We're going to go a different direction for a little bit, all right? I, I don't want to bring everybody down. I, I know that everybody's watching this uh, entirely. 
and um, exclusively on television and, you know, anything yeah. that, and talking about it at the workplace. Let's, let's change directions a little bit, Mike. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit of hockey. There was a there was a hockey game yesterday. No, there wasn't. And it was a you know what these these games are so cool that they really they are. are. They're, they're like, some of the best. I like the uniforms. The you know the old yeah. time. They come out with the, the hats and the, like the, the Penguins know. came. Like both teams came out like in warm ups dressed as like yeah. the baseball teams and shit. I thought that was. I like cool. that. Uh, I think that the Penguins probably could have made a decision to stay away from wearing anything that says the Pirates on it. <laughs> right. You know how well that works here. However, the Penguins went out. They did. They played a game against the Boston Bruins in Fenway Park in the outdoor winter classic game, which is always awesome. Always one of my favorite games. Again, yeah. like I always tell Mike, I like the gimmicky type, type games. Yeah. I like things like that. It's a nice change of pace, and it's something to fun watch that's uh, fun for sports fans. And, uh, you know, so yesterday the Penguins were back at it. They they uh, lost again, Mike. They went into the game, I think, with a three-game losing streak. They ended up losing uh, to the Bruins, two to one, and that extends their streak to four, I believe. Mike, they're four, four-game losing streak? I believe so. Uh, five. Five. Five-game these... losing streak. And, uh, yeah. This, they're slowly – they're almost out of a playoff spot. This team is – they are in danger of not making the playoffs. And I'm not just saying that because of where they sit now, but the way they, if they keep playing, they don't get their head out of their asses, don't change the way they play, they could be in danger of missing the playoffs. You know what? I, I think they're going to be fine. I, I think they are just like they are always fine because they're they're always, and, and we've said this the past couple of days, this team is always streaky. This team, you know, when they, they go on a winning streak, they just keep winning and winning, and you're like, oh, this is the hottest team in hockey. You know, they won five, six, seven in a row. And then, you know, you turn around, and without, you know, in the blink of an eye, the same team is on his losing streak, and they're losing two, three, four, five games. So something about this Penguins team, I, I'm never really concerned about them about missing the playoffs. They don't miss the playoffs often, and maybe that's why. Maybe I'm, I'm just overconfident because – that we know that this team is going to be fine. They're going to continue to do what they do. But like Mike said, they they do. They have to change some things up, make some adjustments. But I, I don't think, Mike, I don't think that that's anything out of this team's hand, anything out of Mike Sullivan's hand, anything out of the Pittsburgh <sighs> Penguins' hand. You have this team of great uh, core, uh, probably the, the greatest core group of players in the league right now and for the, the last how many ever years. Mm-hmm. This team, though, <laughs> long win streaks, long lose streaks. At the end of the day, they don't miss the playoffs. I think they'll fix it. I think they'll be fine. They're going to hit another streak to win a lot of games. I, like I said, I never really worry about the Penguins until See, until you get into the post. Yeah, I'm worrying right now because they they're, they don't want to change the way they play. They still think they still have the wheels to skate fast, faster yeah. than everyone. Everyone's caught up to you now. A lot of the guys are older. They really haven't re- replaced a lot of that speed. Mike Sullivan refuses to change his coaching style. It's just I don't know. I this is the year I'm legit legit worried and yeah the entire midwest is cursed you know we had jeffrey dahmer enough said enough said Uh, yeah and the browns and the bengals i don't want to alienate anybody just in case they may listen to the show from the area but i'm gonna say i agree i think the midwest always has a feel a cursed feel i live in the midwest okay i live in ohio just put time between ohio and pa i'm in the atlantic and then i'm in the midwest yeah you're basically, you're 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 in, you're in Pittsburgh territory, though. Yeah, but still, yeah, I mean, the that's whole panhandle like, of West Virginia, Virginia up into Ohio. Like, I'm you sorry, know. like from like Cleveland to Columbus is not the Midwest. Every everything no. west of Columbus is the Midwest, right? 
That's that's my job. You think St. Louis, you think uh, Wisconsin, you think Missouri, Illinois. You know, those that's Midwest to me. Because if you want to throw Ohio into the Midwest, this part of the Midwest, you might as well throw Pittsburgh into the Midwest. Exactly. And the Ohio, Eastern Ohio is just as much as Midwest as Pittsburgh is. So, yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, the Penguins, the Penguins got to get back on track. Mike, Thursday night, they got uh, they travel out to Las Vegas to play the Golden mm-hmm. Knights. That's going to be a 10 o'clock game, everybody. So expect to be up a little bit later, watch the Pens mm-hmm. get back on track against the Golden Knights and get back on this bit. Let's start a streak going the other way and, and, yeah. and win some win some hockey games. Like I said, I'm not real yeah. concerned about the Penguins, especially not at this point. There's a lot of hockey yeah. left. And this team tends to always find their way. Once yeah. you get in the playoffs, that's when I start to get a little bit concerned. But yeah. right now, Mike, I, I can't say that I'm concerned. I'm, I'm angry. I'm, I'm upset. I'm, I'm yeah. not happy that they're not winning. But if there's a group of guys that I trust more to make it mm-hmm. through the season, it's, it's like I said, this core group of guys. And they are getting older, yes. But at the end of the day, they're still an elite group yeah. in their own way. And you know what? I, I do trust them. Yeah, we just, you know, uh, Jari left the game with a lower body injury. Latang had to leave the team. Unfortunately, his dad, I think his dad passed away like, uh, yeah. the night before the game. So, but talk about someone who's had bad luck this, this season for off the field issues that are uh, totally outside of his control. Poor, yeah. Poor Latang. Yeah. He has a stroke then loses his dad. This is, this guy needs a, needs a win in life. Yeah, you need you need a hug for fuck's sake, right? Um, I'm sure there's a lot of people in P in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I, know, I think, men, men I think and women and, and everyone. <laughs> I think everyone like he's a sexy man. I'd give him a yeah, hug. Yeah, what it's the a hell? little, but it's a little long. I'm kind of almost you know? a man enough to admit that. You know, no, I I'm man enough to admit that he would get an extra long hug from me. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want one of Mike's extra long hugs from behind. That's all I gotta say. Uh, hold on, P got another message coming through. Let's see. I liked uh, Chicago actually but i really wonder why anyone would stay here for more than a year you know what i, I agree chicago um seems like it'd be a nice place to visit but that is not a place that you know that i'd want to live i there's bad stuff going on everywhere i, I agree with that but you know what chicago they, they, they've had it rough for the past couple of years just things you've seen on the news headlines situations like that i, I don't think i'd want to spend a long time but i'm happy it, here in, in chicago's Pittsburgh. actually like where it ranks down it's like and like in the 20s for for like murders man really People think it's number one it's down in the 20s Hmm. Go Chicago. I wonder who number one is because all it's you somewhere hear is, down south. Oh yeah, like one of the Jackson, like, a, like the South is like yeah. way up there, man. The South got numbers. They just don't I wish talk people about would it. stop. I wish I wish people would stop already. You know, fuck. And, uh, let let me be the last victim. Yeah, please. <laughs> oh fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> um. So penguins, come on, guys. We get back on track. I I, I know they're gonna be okay, Mike. Like I said, I'm trying, I don't let myself get mm-hmm. too down during the regular season. It's a long season. You have so much time to make up ground, get it back. And, and yeah. you know what? I, I think they're gonna be fine. I, I, really I hope do. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Yeah. And you know what? Put that up, but the one last one that P just put up with the weather. Oh god. The weather on the lakes um is the worst. You know what? I agree. Yeah, <laughs> because I've been I... in Cleveland mm-hmm. and all the shit that flies around in those lakes and in the skies and everything always land in Cleveland. And it's always about 30 degrees cooler up here. You have to, if you look on the map, if you're not from the area, you know, Cleveland's pretty close to us, but if it's cold and, it's and snowy enough. here, yeah, yeah. it is a blizzard up there. It's yep. always 30 degree colder. It's always icy, you know, so I, I haven't been to many places on the lakes, but what I do know is, is Cleveland. It, it certainly has oh, an effect up dude, there. So I can only imagine. I, I lived in, um, in, in Sandusky for five years, and I was probably ooh, five minutes away from the lake. You know, I call people down here like, "Oh yeah, we we had about like two inches of snow." I'm like, "Oh, that's nice." I had like eight. Yeah, 
and you know the snow drifts are up to like two feet high you can't you know everything's so high you can't see up there the weather it, it sucks but it was like my favorite winter weather because it, it's all flat up there right it was so easy to drive like you know the lower part down here in, in pa it's hilly you know they have to do like i'm gonna do something nonsense. for you now you know what I'm, I'm not gonna do anything for you listen oh, that's what fucked gonna, up what i just real quick i'm, I'm gonna, gonna hijack the show then because i want to talk about something great i'm gonna talk i want to get back to that in a minute just calm down um, <laughs> speaking of the midwest we could tie this into sports in a way mm-hmm. last night mike the basketball game in the nba between the cleveland cavaliers and the chicago bulls donovan mitchell the shooting guard <laughs> yes. for cleveland scores 71 points I haven't. I personally haven't seen that since David Robinson did it back in the late '90s when uh, it Kobe? came down to the, the last day. It came down to Shaquille O'Neal had the scoring title in his hands. David Robinson needed 70 points, Mike, to win the title that season. Last game, he scores 71, 71 points. Unbelievable! Last night, Donovan Mitchell for the Cleveland Cavaliers in the overtime game, 145 to 140, 134 over the Chicago Bulls. Donovan Mitchell has 71 points. He went 22 for 34 from the field and 20 from 25 yes. from the free throw line. But that isn't even where it ended, Mike. Also, uh, DeMar Rosen for the um, Chicago Bulls. Now, he had 44 points. I mean, the other players need to even come to this game. They should just Right? Like, Everyone just stayed home. It was just those two. It was like a shoot-around. And Rosen had his, uh, he was 16 for 32 from the field and 10 from tr- ten for 12 from the line. I, I mean, if you love you love basketball, these kind of games are kind yeah. of freakish and are really fun to watch. And you know what? I yeah. think that that's pretty awesome. The Admiral gets no love, a real American hero. I agree with you 100%. Put that up real quick so the people can see what P said. I couldn't the agree Admiral. with you. Navy veteran, um, David Robinson, one of the most class acts that I've ever seen. Uh, he was a southpaw, lefty, number 50. I loved the Admiral. No two ways about it. He gets the respect and he gets the love here. I, I just want to say, um, I, I, you know, call me when one of these guys scores 80 points after being found not guilty for rape. Love you, Black Mamba. There was your moment. And on to, <laughs> No, Mike, I, I, I'm going to give you some love here. You ready? You can yeah. leave your shirt on this time, and I'm going to give you some love. Ooh, here yeah. we go. The Penn State Nittany Lions are... Mike, the Rose Bowl champions. Uh, Penn State finishing up overall 11-2 and two this season. Yes. Um, they beat the Utah Utes yesterday in the Rose Bowl. Yes. 35-21. Uh, Mike, you you doubted your team. You said once you I start did, playing I teams did. in the I top, they, they lose. I, I had a feeling about <laughs> I like the... Oh, I knew, um, I knew it was going to fall flat, P. I knew it was going to fall flat. And I tell you what. The uh, you know, and I'm watching this game, and Penn State is not a bad team. And like I said, you finish 11 and two, and your only losses are to Ohio State and Michigan, yes. and you win the Rose Bowl over a team yeah. that beat USC twice in one season. Mike, yeah. you got to be happy with where this team is. I don't know who's leaving, who's staying, but you know what, Penn State, that's a that's a pretty good football team. It's a good football team. Uh, we uh, Sean Clifford is leaving. But normally, you know, that's not a big loss, but my God, this dude played the game of his life. 16 of 22, 279, and two touchdowns. Yeah, he. Where good, was man. this Sean? clifford when we needed him in all the other big games throughout the season but yes sean clifford you know i i loved you i hated you i loved you i hated you and last night i loved you once for the last time um this team they have a lot of players coming back uh they're going to lose some key players they are losing joey porter jr uh we are losing parker washington who was a damn good wide receiver he had an injury bug this year I look for him to be drafted in like the anywhere between like the third fifth round i believe um our stud uh offensive lineman he's coming back 
A lot of defenders are coming back. That defense last night was fired up. Uh, wouldn't surprise me if Penn State's defensive coordinator, Manny Diaz, gets poached away for a head coaching job. I think last night was his um, the cherry on top of his resume of saying, hey, I'm ready to be a head coach again. Come get me. But hopefully he stays because that defense was just swarming all over the place. Their, their quarterback, um, both of them, we, we knocked their starting quarterback out. He was 8 of 21, 95 yards, one touchdown, one pick before he got knocked out. The announcers were kind of making a big deal. Like if he was still in the game, they had a chance. But they they held him in check. They dominated him all night long. I don't. You know, I think like, if he played, they it was, still would have been a blowout. It's an impressive win. Like I said, you know, you never, you never have all your starters going into the bowl games. You have the guys that opt out. So it's really encouraging to see your team go out and play this good of a game yeah. against a team as good as Utah was, and that's encouraging moving forward. Of course, yeah. you know the guys you did mention that won't be there, but there are guys that do have the experience now. They yeah. did win the Rose Bowl. They're coming back. Oh, yeah. So I, Bo- both of our running backs are coming back. Uh, Singleton and Allen, both of them had touchdowns. Singleton had like an 87-yard touchdown run. Um yeah. Lambert-Smith, 88-yard um, touchdown reception. Touchdown reception is the longest in Rose Bowl history, and the run is the third longest. And I think I, I know uh, Kajana Carter had an 80, and I think Saquon Barkley may have had another one. Kajana was my guy, man, back in the uh, that, He was the beast. Um, it sucked what happened to him in the pros, man. Blew yeah, out his absolutely. knee, but he did come back, and he had a he had a decent career at the end of that after the end of that recovery. I loved them. There was a lot of there was actually a lot of good players that came out in the nineties that I was a fan of. I loved Lavar Errington, of course. Oh, he was um, a beast. Kajana Carter. You know what? Yes. A lot of people didn't know liking Kerry Collins. They said he was a bit of a dick, but you know what? I he was a good quarterback. He he got the you know. The Giants to the Super Bowl against the Ravens early in the 2000s. I mean, there was a lot, definitely guys that came out of Penn mm-hmm. State. I'm not a big Penn State guy, but I could um, be a big enough person to say that I, I am a fan of theirs. Mike, again, Utah, good team. They dropped a 10 and 4 mm-hmm. with the loss. They uh, lose by two touchdowns, two touchdowns, 35 to 21, to Penn State. So that, uh, Mike, there you go. There, there's your good news for the new year. That was my, I, I went to bed on that and then woke up to the my, my buddies. Asking um, if if a player died on the field, I'm like that was a wide range of emotions. Absolutely, man. That's the same here. I don't. But no. But anyway, Penn State. Who would have thought? Every every time we sniffed like the top fifteen, we end up losing. We won a game. Yeah. Maybe that'll help to get you know for for next year's rankings when they're putting it all together. Yeah. You know, and then we then we'll lose big in the first game. Oh, of course. Yeah, we'll come out. Then you make the up. Top you make it up all season. You win ten yeah. games in a row. Get yourself back up there, and then they lose again. Is Michigan and Ohio State again? Yeah, Pitt That's does this do. regularly. Actually, um, I was uh, put up a peak <laughs> here. <laughs> like David, I Robinson. was only I'm... six foot in the Navy. I bang my head often. Anything you do give you a hurry and a concussion? Absolutely. And uh, David Robinson where... was a seven foot person, so you can imagine the things he was banging his head off of. Um, but you know what? It worked out to his advantage. He was able to go to the NBA and, and utilize that hype. Yeah, you know, I don't know if you made it to the NBA or not, but uh, you know what? Uh, great respect yeah, to you and thank yeah, you as well for serving this great country. Pete, Pete was a six foot uh, point guard, man. Shifty. Yeah, Shifty. I got. Yeah, send us some of those videos, Pete. We'll play them sometime and we'll uh, we'll, we'll live, we'll analyze, and, and we'll all get together and talk. And, uh, With my basketball prowess. Yeah, my expertise of the game. The only thing that Mike, the only expertise that Mike has in basketball is the fact that his head is shaped like a basketball. Fair so. enough. Hey, man, I have the same body type as Charles Barkley. <laughs> what beanbag? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> round mount of rebound, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm throwing. Hey, sir, 
<laughs> Sir Charles was one of my oh, favorites. Too, throwing man. people through uh, windows at the bar. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. Mike, I do have a little bit. I have a little bit of Steeler news. I didn't want to get too heavy into it because obviously we went, we, you know, we put out a banger yesterday with a bunch of Steeler talk. And, uh, but there is things every day that comes out and I don't want to miss out on it. Mike Najee Harris did win the Digest Player of the Week. He had a, a fantastic game. I don't have his numbers right in front of me, but I do know that they were out of this world. He is really coming forth playing his game. Yeah. And it's, I think it's, it's a, uh, combination of a bunch of things obviously he's feeling better obviously the offensive yeah. line's playing better obviously the offense is playing better which is allowing that to, mm -hmm. so a lot of things going good for us right now and especially nausea his running game mike i, I re-watched the game last night i dvr'd it to 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 watch as i lay down to go to sleep that way if i missed anything i, I like to catch up on it pick it up and be able to talk about it nausea ran like a beast he ran he like a beast I, I, I couldn't I couldn't get enough of the way he ran the ball, Mike. I really couldn't. He 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 really looked like how I was hoping that he was going to look in the pros. Yeah, and I, I have to say I I I hope going forward they they do keep the rotation going of him and um Jalen Warren because it, it keeps Najee fresh. You know, yeah, he you know Najee's good in the pass game, good in the pass block game, but I, I do like having Jalen out there as that third down back. I think Jalen's mm. a little bit faster, a little bit quicker. And if you need that, do you see when Jalen hit that corner for that long yeah, run? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has that quick acceleration that you'd like to see on third downs. And he's built like a bowling he ball. He is so too. He's if you fast. Could, if you could strong. actually catch him, try getting him down. Yeah, exactly. Luck. We've seen him truck guys. So I, I going in, man, going into this next game, I, I think it's going to be fun. Are they good? Are they both as good as Chubbs and um, I'm blanking and Kareem Hunt? Kareem Hunt. No, but are they a as an effective duo as two as those two, yes, they are. And I, I mm, it's going to be a fun game to watch, man. Absolutely, I can't Let wait. Give you a little bit of uh... my brother. Huh? I'm talking. Oh, geez. All right. Um, <laughs> moving forward here, Mike, let me give you some interesting, excuse me, some interesting numbers. Rookies, rookies in the biggest game of the year this season and against the biggest rival in this game last week against the Ravens versus the Steelers. We have five rookies, Mike, five rookies that were um, that played. Let me give you the percent of snaps that they were um, that I they were this. in for their respective position and uh Robinson, Robinson, the rookie that I can't wait to see, Mike. This is this is the one that I've been waiting all year. Yes. We went on and on about this seventh round pick out of Old Miss. We couldn't wait to see him, and here he was last week, feeling in great, getting tons of praise. Vince Williams, everybody, all the guys, they're saying this guy's a hell of a linebacker. He's been waiting all season to hit somebody, Mike. He, Mike, Mark Robinson, hit was. Uh, Played fifty percent, fifty percent of the defensive snaps. Mm -hmm. That's pretty damn impressive. I'm all. glad. I I can't wait to see him keep going on. Play against Cleveland, maybe playoffs, and then into next season. Mark Robinson, keep your eye on him. Number ninety three, everybody. Mark Robinson, fifty percent of the defensive snaps. Um, also, Mike uh, Warren, Jalen Warren, forty percent, forty percent of the offensive snaps. Which um, which people. That's very true. Let me get get back to you in yes. one sec, P. I, I couldn't agree with you more. I couldn't agree with you more. Um, also, my Jalen Warren, forty percent, forty percent of the offensive snaps, which sometimes, uh, you know, not bad when you're splitting. Yeah, when you're back up running starter. back, yeah. In the way Najee was playing. So he's getting mad time. That's awesome because you know he's another one I want to see in there. And like you said, you, you 
they're a good combination. Yes. It isn't like when one guy comes out, you're like, oh crap, yeah. this guy. But it isn't. You're just excited, as excited to see Jalen Warren as you are to see Najee because they're both very productive. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. I love Jalen Warren. Forty percent of the snaps, Mike, he played. Um, Hayward, uh, brother Hayward, okay. brother Hayward had 17, 17 snaps, seventeen snaps on offense. Uh, which again for a rookie, come on. I mean, he's got yeah, a rookie, you know, biggest third game string of the tight year. end, not bad. Connor Hayward, there you have it. The, the biggest game of the year, big, biggest rival, which I say that these guys really stepped up to the plate last week, but we'll they, get yes, again, we'll get back to that in a moment. Um George Pickens, Mike, 73, 73% of the higher. snaps, Mike. Must be higher. <laughs> Absolutely, but you gotta let the, the guy breathe. The, you know, these receivers are running long routes, maybe let him breathe. Needs uh, to be get higher. A breath. Not Hitler over here. He wants to make him. Uh, oh, come just, on now. Just teasing. Just teasing. <laughs> I do like George Pickens. I would like to see him in there entirely the whole yeah, time. But, but you know, every once in a while, get a breath so you can yeah. come back in and make make a splash. And, you know, he's only and a rookie. Course, you don't want to percent What's up? And he's only a rookie. You don't want to. Exactly. I mean, these guys are really hitting their stride at the right time. <laughs> a lot of time you get these rookies, they hit that rookie wall. So here we are, second to last game of the year, fighting for a playoff spot in this atmosphere. Um, of course, Kenny played 100% of the snaps. We know that. you got to be proud. Mike, I'm proud of these young guys. We sat there. We we covered the draft this year. We talked about each mm-hmm. and every one of these players. And you know what? I, I'm super, super yes. excited moving forward. I'm excited to see the next uh, group of guys come in to, to mix and mingle. Yeah. We can put this team together and keep building. So excited for these young guys. Great job. Great job. Great job. And I, I think, you know, like we – we were like on that early bandwagon in the draft of um, Robinson. Once we started reading up on him, we talked about Loved him. We were like, hey, this guy shows, you know, a hundred tackles playing one year at middle linebacker. Okay. Let's get, let's yeah. see what he has. And, you know, I'm, I'm saying that was all us. We called that from day one. Right. Absolutely. Mike. We, we, we have, we, we've been blowing smoke up Mark Robinson's, but since day one, but you know what? He hasn't let us down. He, you know, he it, did it, exactly yeah. What we thought he was and him, you know, he he embraced the whole thing the right way, saying, "Hey, I'm not ready to play." He's like, "I need these practice reps. I need the film study. I need all that." And the Steelers told him that too, like, "Hey, this is what you need." And he, you know, they they all embrace it and they do it the smart way. And also, one other stat um, that I find interesting, I'm sure Michael rolls eyes, but us. Here in Pittsburgh, we we love this kid. Kenny Pickett's first is the first rookie in NFL history to have game-winning touchdown passes in the final minute in the fourth quarter in back-to-back games. First time it ever happened. Great job, my man. Keep it up. How about um, you play I, I well see- in the entire game, not just the last drive, Kenny? Please, for me, for my heart. Mike, you know that's what the Steelers do. The Steelers have been doing this for years, waiting for the last drive of the game to win. How yeah, many, yeah, because how Ben's elbow is held together by have? chicken wire and duct tape. That don't matter. That's the Steeler way. You know what? It's all it's the Pittsburgh way because the Penguins do this as well. There's a lot of times they wait, they wait, they wait, and then they finally pile on and, and win at the end. For some reason, Pittsburgh teams do this. I don't know why, but it's something that I live through, and it's is kind it, of is this is why I have no hair. I'm gray. I'm fat. You know, it's all the stress, man. All the fucking stress did this to me. Not poor life choices. Fucking teams. Yeah, yeah, you're. <laughs> um, P, but let me let me address P real quick. Put yeah. up the last comment, Mike. I, I couldn't agree with you more. People still question Ladanian Tomlinson. The, the guy was one of the best running backs ever. Um, you know, I, I don't know where he is in the top five, top ten, but you would certainly, I, I, I think that he's in the top ten, rightfully so. There's Are we nobody talking about that, Tomlin um, or Tomlinson. I, I'm talking about Tomlinson. I thought he meant to say um, Tomlin and just autocorrected. 
you know what? I'm going to tell you, say something about Ladanian Tomlinson. Exactly, one of the best running backs I've ever seen play. Absolutely, there, there. You know, if anybody is anybody is questioning Ladanian Tomlinson, I think you're crazy. And anyone and questioning perhaps, Tomlin, for the most part, you're you an should, idiot. You should go focus on football and maybe not football. But my time, um, the, there are valid criticisms of, of Tomlin, but absolutely everybody like this. Everybody goes. Yeah, but. To, to say he's overrated is one of the worst I've ever heard people say. To say he's not, not a good coach. To say he's not an elite coach. To say half the team's underperformed. Yeah, but that you know, find me a coach other than other than Belichick, where teams have underperformed. You know, uh, Chuck Noll had teams that underperformed. Oh, absolutely. Cower had teams Everybody. that underperformed. Like, so you can you absolutely. can find it for anyone. So is he is he still one of the best coaches in the league? Yeah. When, is he going to be a Hall of Famer? Yeah. And anyone who says different, you're, you're crazy. Because you you know just put him up against what, you put his records up against any other coach outside of <laughs> oh you go you go through the withdrawal for your 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 alcohol detox. So I, I think I, we I tried, did jump the gun for a day. Yeah, Mike. Work. It's got it. Mike, Mike, Mike really did handle your 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 comment. Um, I, the way that you I remember. I remember my man saying he was doing the January detox. I said I was too, and it lasted all like eight hours for me. Yeah, yeah. Mike was loaded by the end of the show. I'm kind of um, lit right now, and I've only had one drink. I've been up since like eleven o'clock last night. Give me a break. No, mad props, mad props for for Mike Tolman. Anybody that anybody that did doubt and uh, the the coach, the head coach for the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, I think you're you should be coming around at this point. It, you know, from a Yinzer standpoint, you know, if there was any doubt, if you were yeah. a power guy, if you were this, you were that, as this is coming through to fruition with him about to maybe extend his non-losing streak another season, Mike, with a win this week against the Cleveland Browns, that that that, that, that situation that yeah. everyone was crying about earlier in the year, this Tomlin, he thinks we only have two wins. We're two and six. There's no way his is his uh, record's yeah. going to continue. You might want to start yeah. reconsidering and look at the numbers because he is everybody one of the best. There's nobody. There's no other yeah. coaches in the league that have this right mm-hmm. now. Um, with the you know, like you said, a Belichick, but he's a freaking nature. Yeah. I don't know what they did for two decades. Right? Whatever it was, couldn't be right mm-hmm. because there was. Uh, he's a modern day Chuck. No modern day Vince Lombardi. They come once absolutely. a generation. I'd like to see him win a little bit more when you know when the game gets later in the season. But again, maybe maybe this year, maybe yeah. we're building to start going in that direction again. So I, you know what, I I'm a coward guy. I don't dislike Tomlin, yeah. but there was a little bit of extra push that I needed. And you know what, it's coming. It's coming. I feel it, and I say that Mike Tomlin is one of the best. Right, right there. Yeah, him. that's like everyone's biggest complaint about Tomlin is they don't lose enough to get better draft yeah. picks. But then they bitch right. when he starts losing. Yeah, make up your mind. But I get where you're coming from because you know you do get in that. I hate I hate this saying, but you do finish middle, draft middle, stay middle. You do need that ups and the downs, and you know that's. But I'd rather have my team. Mike Tomlin has had one game in 15 years that does not that had no ramification on the playoffs. One game in 15 years. That is insane. One game that didn't matter. And here's the thing: we could all sit here and say that he's great, but you know that that doesn't mean there isn't room for improvement. And we do want to see some more wins in January. No, Mike. I mean, the guy. There is no. I I said, yeah. You want to? I want like better stars. We have to win more January games than the ones at the beginning of February. But um, you know what? You you can say that about it's it's getting there. Ninety percent of the coaches in the league, and like you know, outside outside of Belichick, every coach wants to win more. 
in the postseason. My God. But the but most a lot of teams and, and, are we have to figure I, I think it's a, we just have to figure out how to get jump the hurdle, Mike, and get back on track. Yeah. We're just it's just having a hard time getting that yeah. getting that first win back. Once you get that first win, build off of that. Yeah, it, it, it's just hard to get that the first one back. It's hard to get in that yeah. first win. I, I just wish I know I'm gonna jump sports here, but like the same level of criticism that's being applied to Tomlin needs to be applied to Mike Sullivan too, because the Penguins haven't won a playoff series since 2018. Absolutely. So Absolutely. And, you know, I mean, we you know where we stand. We yeah. stand. I, I agree. Like I both agree coaches, both coaches are gonna end up in the Hall of Fame in their respective sports, but they just need need to improve. Mike, it was announced yesterday. Everybody was waiting. They said we're going to be announcing the times uh, for the game Sunday. Ends out there was not much of a difference for us. We are playing at one o'clock as scheduled against the Cleveland Browns at Acrisure Stadium, along with the two games that we need yeah. to uh, watch while we're playing. They also games those games I, are at one I o'clock. Like Jets I like at that. I like Miami. The Patriots Buffalo game. They're all one o'clock. You don't have to wait. You don't have to wait till oh. eight o'clock to see if your team's in. Yeah. You could watch the ticker. You could watch NFL. Whatever you watch want to do. Zone, watch the whatever. Yeah, all that and you stuff. will know as time at four o'clock. You're going to know if Pittsburgh Steelers are in or out of the playoffs. Let's keep our fingers crossed. I like I said. I I think we could beat Cleveland. I think that. Buffalo, mm-hmm. uh, who knows what's going to happen? That, with that's schedule, right but, there. Know, what's going to happen with like when's Buffalo going to play again? And here's the thing about them: they are they're still jockeying. If they would have uh, lost last night, you would have guaranteed they wouldn't arrested players in Week 18. That's one thing we don't want. We don't want them arrest players. But you know what? The way things went, they are going to have to play their players against Buffalo or against New England, uh, whoever the hell they're playing. Yeah. Buffalo or New England. Yeah. Uh, real so quick, real quick update. Uh, I just. Damar Hamlin's uh, charity, $4 million raised, 150,000 donations. Yeah, good. I, I'm good. sorry. I just ha- I have live updates going on uh, on his situation that popped up. I just wanted to throw that out there. But like I said, they are going to have to play, yes. and I, I like that because that gives me a, um, you know, that gives the Steelers a better chance because Buffalo does have to compete <laughs> with their starters against the New England Patriots. and. <laughs> And that is going to be something that, that helps us out. We just, Mike, I think the Miami Dolphins yeah. and the Jets game is going to be the tough one. That's going to be the tough one. Hopefully yeah. Miami comes back yeah. in it with their third-string quarterback. And, uh, yeah. you know, we hope for the I, I hope Tua's not well until the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, I wish him well. Yeah, I wish him well. Yeah, I hope you know, him a great life. Uh, I hope him great health. Yeah. But I just hope his recovery lasts a little a bit little longer. A little bit longer. You know, this treat week. yourself, Tua. Oh, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh's Coke system has not been the same since Willie Sargell died. You know, we need to get that new supply coming back in. You know, get us over the hump. You know what? I I, I was at I was in the parking lot at PNC Park. It, it was the morning the PNC Park opened uh-huh. was the morning that Willie Sargell died. The morning Pops died. Mm-hmm. We were in the parking lot drinking, me and my, my friend. She's been snorting for out of respect. <laughs> and we were uh, getting prepared to go into the game, doing a little tailgating thing of our own. And people started talking amongst uh, the, you know, the tailgaters, everybody, Willie started yeah. past. It was, I, I, I remember ex- exactly where I was. It was a shame that it did happen that morning, but it was, um, it was cool that I yeah. was a part of that experience and was able to do that with a bunch of our folks. So you're saying the DEA, DEA killed Willie Sturgill to cut down the coke supply to pittsburgh that's what i'm hearing that's what i'm hearing that's my new conspiracy <laughs> i should not drink during the show mike the last 20 minutes so. i just go off the rails 
All right. So finally, Mike, in the Pittsburgh Steelers stuff, did you see all the guys, all the people that was celebrating? Well, first of all, the after the touchdown that Najee scored, all the fans that were, mm-hmm. were flipping them off and the players, whatever, they're giving yeah. them hell and they're yeah. all – I like that. I, I love that. That, that between, is great when the players and the between fans Between these stuff two like groups of people, yes. the Steelers and the, and the Ravens folks, it was it was fun. I thought that was fun. And then after the fact, whenever all the Steelers were out on the Ray Lewis statue with their terrible towel and, uh, you know, celebrating out in the middle, it looked like they were conquering. Yes. Like it looked like they were conquering it, it, yes. Baltimore. It, I loved it, it. It reminds me of like when the Penguins went in, in Washington and all the Penguins fans invade the uh, the steps at the, uh, I think it's like at a museum or something. We, we take yeah. over. P, um, see, P knows. P knows what the DEA is up to. He knows. I got my eye on you, too. <laughs> Come on, man. He's detoxing. I'm intoxicating. The news. Uh, man with machete murdered a Dollar Tree employee. A Dollar Tree employee. Mike, what could have possibly happened for a buck? You think it could be the raising of the prices? Because I, I, I do think know so, there are, not that there poor are employees items fault. in that store, Mike, that are not a dollar anymore. You know, that's not that employee's fault. You take that shit out on the CEO. Fucking, you know, a little class solidarity next time. Yeah. Show some class. This, this is why I'm glad I got out of retail. Fuck. A uh, man charged with attempted murder and a machete attack on New York police de- uh, police department officers, NYPD officers. The machete, the machete, Mike, has been the weapon of choice so far in 2023. You know what? I like it. I like it because it, it takes skill to actually use it other than a gun. A gun. And you no, machete takes yeah. skill. Takes skill. Let's step like up. Our, let's take too. up our fucking somebody has game. a machete. They just yeah. like a badass. Yeah, let's pump like up it. these machete attacks. Let's get the yeah. gunshots down. The yeah. machete attacks. Get the up. gun. Yeah. Yeah. Come on now. The shooting murders down. Yeah. Um, suspect arrested. At, uh, suspect arrested after man in Florida stabbed to death with a broken bottle at New Year's Eve party. New Year's Eve party. So again, another stabbing, Mike. So far, I you so know, far you know, twenty twenty three is looking up, man. We're we're curbing the gun violence. We're using yes. using blades now. Broken bottles. Uh, this, this is why you don't go out anymore, people. Stay at home. Um, one not so much violent, kind of a funny story that I've seen that I had to pick up. Man forgets his wife at a rest stop, drives 100 miles before realizing it. Mike, 100 miles. He drove from here to Erie, here to Lake Erie, after leaving his wife at a bus at a uh, at a stop, and he didn't even realize it, Mike. He didn't even realize it. Is that even possible, or do you think that that's just his excuse that's, to keep him out? That's of, just his excuse. Of, My man would just enjoy the quiet, peaceful car ride, hoping you know what I mean? hoping she would figure something out, hoping she'd call someone, get an Uber, something. And yes, Pete, and here's the thing. no one expects the Inquisition. No one expects the Inquisition. And here's the thing. If you drive from here to Erie, it takes two hours. Two hours. So she, he's driving without his wife, who was with him prior to, mm-hmm. for two hours before uh-huh. he realized my man, that she my wasn't was in the car. He wanted to listen Too to a funny. podcast in peace and quiet. That's what he was probably, probably doing. He's probably do. listening you to know, his favorite wanted, show. Yeah. I, 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 I couldn't the, agree more. The, I, at that point, man, I would just keep driving. I would, you, at that point, you start a new life. You start a new family. You just go. You don't turn yes. back because you're never going to live that shit down deservedly so. And also, Mike, uh, more bad news uh, to start the year out. The um, 
uh police department um brack let me think what let me find out where it is brackenridge here in pittsburgh the police chief got shot and killed yesterday in a line of duty uh chief justin mcintyre was shot unfortunately in a situation he was a good police officer great guy um i i just again 2023 starting off kind of rough I, I hope the people i hope the people calm down a little bit but you know what there's there's nothing that really points to the people who are going to calm down it just seems like people are just getting more frustrated with other people people are less tolerant from, of other people and anything that, that, that if there's a um any kind of situation it, it ends out in violence man what not a big fan not a big i'm fan. not a big fan of humanity <laughs> yeah you know i'm not even a fan of myself i ought to be a fan of other people well, to say you're a humanity, uh, that's a bit of a stretch, but uh, yeah, fair enough. Hombre, hombre, yeah. well, uh, you know, fair enough, fair enough. You know, I you, know you, me, you do, I know you myself. You do have, you do have a special relationship with that ape that was killed in, in Cincinnati. How, how could you not? How could you not? I'm sorry. They should have shot that parent. They should have shot the parents. And then whatever happened to the kid happened to the kid. That's on them. That's natural selection. And everybody, and that is today's. <laughs> the news uh mike i i you know we got a couple minutes left i think that it's a better time than any just to real quick to to mention i didn't think that it was necessary to mention but our people were passing it over to me what i see now mike is of course we weren't able to finish out our our picks from this week from because of the unfortunate mm-hmm. incident last night at the game we will get back to that mike um i i promise you but um you know of course uh more important things happen so we will get back to that that will and uh, we, we certainly still will cover. But, uh, Mike, you ready to do some trivia? You want to do some how well do you know your enemy trivia? This uh, Cleveland Browns. Uh, I am ready. Browns trivia. I am ready. Mike's cracking into his Cleveland Browns stats page and facts page. I actually closed everything out. The only thing up for the, <laughs> is stuff for the show. <laughs> well, I don't expect you to do bad because I do know that you love your Browns, and I think that you Oh, yeah, well. yeah. This guy called me a Browns fan the other night after the Steelers. We won. did. We got, we got, yeah, we got into a level, lover's world. <laughs> like, I don't even know what the hell happened. <laughs> and, and it ended out by me yelling at him and calling him a Cleveland Browns fan. And all I did was and, say, uh, like, oh, Kenny finally made a play. We're lucky that that didn't turn violent, Mike, with all the violence going on in 2023. Um, real quick, let me see what P has here. That not being my favorite person thing hits home. Had some rough Tuesdays. Mm, P knows what's up. All right, Mike. So Cheers. we're gonna we're gonna do some we're gonna do some Cleveland Browns trivia. I think you're gonna do well. I think yeah, I, I think that's I think, my apparently that's my secret favorite team. I think you're gonna know this. I think that I knew it. I don't know. I might have. Ugh. All right, are you ready? Fuck yeah! I mean, yeah. Here we go. Browns trivia. This is who we play. What was the nickname for the 1980 Browns? Were they the what was the nickname for the 1980 Browns? Were they the Orange Wave? Were they the Orange Crush? Were they the Comeback Kids? Or were they the Cardiac Kids? Let me read it one more time. I've heard like all these for like a bunch of teams. Here we go. What was um, the nickname for the 1980 Browns? Were they the Orange Wave, the Orange Crush, the Comeback Kids, or the Cardiac Kids? And go. Do, 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 do. 
Anything sticking out to you? Yeah, Anything like uh, the Cardiac Kids is sticking out to me. I, I've heard that one a lot in my life. I've heard the Comeback Kids. I've heard the Orange Crush. Blah, blah, blah. I think they call everybody the Cardiac Kids that have like a, one of them teams that are yeah. always... Uh, the, the Steelers could have been the Cardiac Kids here in the past couple of years. Jesus Christ. You know? Like last year, Ben, seven, you know, game-winning drives. Yeah. All right. Put down your pencils, everyone. Let me read it one more time. Just so Mike doesn't try to accuse us of anything. Oh, I'll accuse you of everything. <laughs> what was the nickname for the 1980s Browns team? Was they the Orange Waves, the Orange Crush, the Comeback Kids, or the Cardiac Kids? Mike, you said you wanted to pick the Cardiac, cardiac Kids. Cardiac Kids. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to pick the I, Cardiac I, Kids. Apparently, that's the theme of the day. All that right, is a tasteless it's, joke, but I'm going with. I'm going to lock it in. I'm just going to ignore Mike's bad humor, and we. It's how I cope. In. It's how I cope and deal with situations. All right, so everybody, here we go. Um, what was the nickname of the 1980s Browns team? The Orange Wave, the Orange Crush, the Comeback Kids, the Cardiac Kids. Give it a second, just for anybody home that's thinking about it. And of course, Mike. The answer is. <laughs> and P Orange Crush is too smart for Cleveland. And that is correct. P, you up. got it correct. Mike, you got it correct. Mike is a is a um yes. I think Orange Crush is expert, uh, is uh Syracuse. An expert when it comes to Cleveland trivia. Um, nobody could explain it, but Mike, yes, that is correct. You are two for two this week in Cleveland Brown trivia, which is who we play mm-hmm. this weekend, and we need to beat this weekend to even yes. have a chance to make the playoffs. So hey, uh Mike, why don't you go and tell everybody about the website? Mm. Ah, com. you head over there there's links to everything we have links to youtube spotify the two main platforms for us uh facebook twitter instas emails merch store everything at twodumyingers.com and uh we are live we're live every day monday through friday from 11 a.m to 12 p.m right here also the show that is live today will be uploaded this evening over on spotify if you want to listen to the show in podcast form tonight at eight o'clock just like every day that particular show from that day will be uploaded to spotify go over to spotify and check it out in podcast form um mike good show today brother as always yes Um, great show absolutely you got anything before we take off man um yeah hopefully damar pulls through man you you don't want to see that you don't see that um yeah let's go to yeah. mar let's go to mar absolutely tomorrow you are you are oh you're welcome p you're welcome p um you know everybody everybody is just heartbroken we everybody is hoping you pull through there you know there's not a person that has blood running through their veins that, that don't feel that way um you know pull through man pull through we you know you're here at home especially we we need you man let's let's get let's get better all right um Hey, everybody, you're welcome, P. Everybody, please keep continuing to check us out. We appreciate each and every one yes, of you. Believe yes, me, yes. each and every one of you. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, for Ryan, Mike, the two dumb Yenzers, have a great day. See you. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs>